If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that, and welcome to a fresh week of sports talk. A different kind of week, because I'm going to do shows today, tomorrow, and Wednesday from here at Sports Byline in San Francisco. And then, after that, what comes after that, Rick? After that, um, we are going to uh, have, uh, I believe Dom's going to do the show on Thursday, because I'm going to be en route to Philadelphia to do my show from Army-Navy Radio Row. <clears throat> which I did in 2017. I did it in 2018, both from Philadelphia, 2019. That same week I was with the Raiders. I was doing pre and post from London. So I didn't do it that year. 2020 was a pandemic. We didn't have a radio row. And then last year I did it and it was in New York. I did it from the USS Intrepid, which was amazing. Very cool. Be back in New York City, though. I should say Philadelphia this time. Uh, that will be the show on Friday, and that's always a lot of hijinks and fun because in Philadelphia, twice, Roger Staubach has sat down with me, Rob Riggle, Tiki Barber, uh, those types of peeps. Uh, they'll sit down. Superintendent of West Point uh, sat down with me one time. So uh, looking forward to that on Friday. But we do have a show today. Oh, don't we? Mo Williams, currently the head coach at Jackson State he got a ring with the Cavs. Ouch. He's here to talk about the HBCU Round Ball Classic. We'll also have Summer Chast Chastent. Summer Chastent. She has a uh, series called Namaste B-Words. National Geographic's Jean-Pierre Isbou. He has a new book, Mapping America, about the first maps of what became the United States, which is very cool. I'd like to get a hold of that, actually, if we got that. Reggie Williams from Super 16, the College Football Hall of Famer, the great Bengal linebacker, will join us uh, as well. So we got a full show. I got an interview coming up here at 925 as well. Oh, how do we get it under in one roof? I don't know, but we're going to try. Come on back.
Well, I always say that we we look at baseball in American history, right, as America's national pastime. That tells us something right there. That means that we attached particular characteristics to baseball that represented what we thought America was all about, right? If you leave out of that discussion the entire black experience, then you're leaving out a huge chunk of American history. From legendary sports broadcaster Ron Barr and the Sports Byline Archives comes a series that explores the players and the culture of Negro League Baseball. Well, if I could transport myself back to a particular time, I'd love to go back and be able to just watch the Negro Leagues. They were so special. There were players that played with great heart, great emotion, and a love for the game. You were involved with them. Tell me what was so special about that. Well, uh, to me, now, I can only speak for myself because I was only there two years. They made me say, hey, you're going to go to the majors. That, that's just what they say every day. You're going to go to the majors. We, not, we may not go because when I was 15, those guys were 25, and they didn't have a lot of chances to go. They was only going to stay there. But they said to me, when I first got there, we're going to make sure you go to the majors. That means you're not going to do anything wrong. You're going to do everything right. All you do is go out and play. The archive of interviews includes Hank Aaron. Willie Mays, and over 50 other Negro League players, telling their stories in their own voices. Baseball was, uh, you know, everybody was just geared up to play base- baseball because Jackie Robinson was the first black to play in our day and time. And uh, he, uh, he, he said he has, he's opening up for all the, the players that was, got interested in baseball. I always felt like uh, there were hope. I always felt like if you just keep doing your job, that uh, somewhere you was going to touch somebody's mind and somebody's soul, and, and somebody was going to be uh, wise enough to realize the only thing that uh, you wanted to do was to have a chance to play baseball. It is important that they understand that these leagues were segregated at one point in time and was by no necessary desire of those black players that they weren't included in the major leagues. And so they did indeed create their league. And this league became a great league. And I don't want that to be lost. The courageous owners who financed these teams and the players who played against the backdrop of American segregation, this is quite significant. Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues will be available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Wherever you are listening in this great land of ours and okay, foreign towns, uh, we are in El Tiempo Suplementario when it comes to uh, the uh, knockout stage second round match between uh, Croatia and Japan. That's uh, 1-1 right now in uh, Qatar. We'll also get to the NFL. How did your team do this week? 
we'll get to that as well. But uh, first, I just want to talk about the college football selection committee and uh, who they picked to be in the playoffs, our final four. And this is the first time the college football playoff ever has not had Alabama or Clemson, believe it or not. And the Big Ten got two teams in. And if you're already looking to a potential national championship between Michigan and Ohio State, I think uh, a lot of us might be as well. But for for better or for worse, this, this is the first time two teams entered the playoffs after losing their last games, TCU and Ohio State. And for that matter, four of the top 10 in the final CFP rankings are coming off losses. So we're going to have a lot more of that in the 12-team playoff in a couple years. But as for this ninth edition of the college football playoffs, there are some great matchups, obviously. Number four, Ohio State, they sat on the couch, but they got in. TCU had to sweat it out uh, despite uh, undefeated regular season. And its quarterback, Mike Duggan, Dugan might have won the uh, Heisman Trophy um, while losing on the field. I mean, K-State got its first outright Big 12 championship in 19 years. It's hard to go the whole season undefeated. Utah's upset of USC may have indirectly avoided a Ryan Day coaching purge. I just wonder that. At the Pac-12, everyone, all 11 other teams, especially USC, are rooting for USC to win. Because if they win, they're in the playoffs, and the whole conference gets to split all that extra money. Utah goes out there, beats them for the second time. Utah's having a celebration. And meanwhile, every team, including Utah, is losing money. But what do you expect them to do? Lose on purpose? But it's just, I remember when I went to Santa Clara for the Pac-12 championship between Oregon and Arizona. And Arizona squeaked in. They had like four losses. And Oregon was going to go to the playoffs. That was the Mariota team. I remember I thought, this guy looks okay. He didn't impress me in that game. But anyway, um, I asked Larry Scott, who was the, um, at Levi Stadium, a little pregame press conference there, and I said, you're rooting for Oregon, right? He goes, oh, I love all my children the same. But no, it was the same reason. Arizona wasn't going to get picked. But anyway, that was the best thing that happened to Ohio State. And <clears throat> you can blame or credit the Utes for Ohio State getting a second chance. And... As unacceptable as that loss was on November 22nd to Michigan, uh, that can now uh, be just put to the side. But a third consecutive loss to Michigan could come quicker than anybody might think if they do win their semifinals. And that would be the, um, they would play for the national championship after just a little over a month meeting in Columbus. But the last time Ohio State lost three in a row to Michigan was 95-96-97. They remember 97, the Wolverines' last national championship as well. But number one, Georgia. I haven't even <laughs> mentioned them. Number one, Georgia, uh, are fav- favored to get there. And, you know, that's, and you think Georgia, Michigan would probably be a better matchup. One and two, <clears throat> the mirror images of their square jawed coaches and game manager quarterbacks, great defense buzzing special teams and Michigan has the revenge factor. Georgia will be the better team no matter who it plays in the playoffs. 
But that's not to dismiss the younger dogs. As I said, um, Duggan has been proven to be pretty resilient. Ohio State has a Heisman finalist in their quarterback to C.J. Stroud. Here's 500 bucks to Men's Warehouse. No, Express, right? Um, Ohio State has a fantastic defense. They have the pieces to do the whole thing. So the Buckeyes' reward for sliding in the field is they'll be playing for the third time this season in their home away from home, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So far, the Dogs have scored 99 points at two games at Mercedes-Benz. Once again, two games. And TCU became the first school from Texas to get in the CFP, not the Longhorns, not the Aggies. Yes, a private school with under 9,000 students. The Big 12 as a whole would appreciate a win. The Big 12 in this conference in the uh, college football playoffs are 0 and 4. And all four of those losses were Oklahoma. The Pac-12 is the other uh, power five without a national championship in the CFP era. It missed the field for the sixth straight year. And, you know, uh, Kirby Smart will be in his eighth college football playoff game as an assistant or a head coach. That's almost a quarter of all playoff games ever played. You know, only missed out on one year. The other three coaches have been in four combined but that Peach Bowl, Georgia versus Ohio State, and the magic number against Georgia's defense might be 30 points. Can Ohio State get there with their explosive offense? The strange thing is, is that LSU actually reached that number in the SEC title game on Saturday. It even piled up 500 yards passing, but they still lost by 20. The first three quarters, they were playing in garbage time. It was, it was weird. But Georgia has also proven adaptable, and Stenson Bennett went from looking over his shoulder a year ago to be the second-leading passer in the conference. The Dogs could have scored 50 against Tennessee, but they shut it down. Now, did they wax every game? No, they struggled against Mizzou. We remember that as well. But, you know, the, it's funny. The whole world going transfer crazy. Georgia largely stayed out of the portal, which is weird. So you got to give Kirby Smart credit for staying on point and – trying to defend it, but uh, the Fiesta Bowl, the other one, Michigan and TCU, and, you know, Michigan, you could say, peaked at its win against Ohio State, and listen, the the dogs pounded the Wolverines 34-11 in the Orange Bowl. We remember that. You can call it a learning experience. Michigan comes into this playoff with a realistic chance to win it all. Only one of two undefeated teams. They match up well with Georgia. But first, the Horned Frogs were seventh in Big 12 preseason. The only the second team to go from unranked to the playoffs. And like Lincoln Riley did with the portal, he got 14 new players. The same thing with uh, Sonny Dykes, who used to live on Oakland Ave in Piedmont, his huge mansion when he was head coach at Cal. But uh, Michigan has to stop. Dugan, he's the Big 12's top rushing quarterback. He ran for 110 yards against K-State. There, there are all sorts of matchups inside and out. But uh, when you look at it, I mean, you just it's very easy to just say, I think Georgia will win the whole thing. Well, why wouldn't you say that, right? <clears throat> I don't think anybody would be picking Ohio State at this point. Um, if you're a real believer in Jim Harbaugh, you say maybe this is the year that uh, they get over the hump. But um, – you know, maybe, like I said, somebody's like, I think Ohio State on the day will rise up. There's no one who's picking TCU to win the national championship. 
even though they're the third seed. Why would you look at TCU? So I think when you look at their game against Michigan, it's very it, – it wouldn't surprise anybody if, if TCU wins that game. Would it? Would you be shocked? Now, Sonny Dykes' team is playing no defense. <laughs> they want to beat you. It's like Eric Coriel, 54-53 to 53 is the final. But – you know, and and by the way, conference championship games suck. All they do is you usually play a team you already played before that year, and then they ruin your chances, i.e. Utah-USC is the perfect example of that. All that game did, and, and the thing is they added a 12, 11 and a 12th team so they could have a conference championship game. The irony is all you did was ruin things for the conference by having that game and having Utah beat USC. But like I said, Utah doesn't really give a damn right now. They don't care about the money. They just would like to go out there and laugh at USC, which is what they did. And I was kind of hoping for USC to win that game just because, just have some new blood. But TCU is very intriguing to me. And I have uh, Georgia won last year, so it would be lame to see them go back to back. Ohio State is a perennial power. To me, it's all about Michigan and TCU. I would love uh, to uh, – well, I will root for whoever wins the Fiesta Bowl between them two people. All right, when we come back, we got an interview. We'll open up the lines again, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 
That's 800-943-2153. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long 54-inch white gorilla! Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, It's our pleasure to welcome to the show actor William Stanford Davis, and he's here to talk about his show Abbott Elementary Wednesdays on ABC. It also streams on uh, Hulu uh, as well. And uh, William, first of all, Great name. It sounds like you signed the Declaration of Independence with that name. <laughs> I don't know what my mother was on when she named this, but uh, uh, myself and my brothers all have these very distinguished uh, <laughs> names. Three, three, three names. <laughs> now, growing up, did you root for Stanford University because of your namesake, or did you not care? <laughs> no, I'm from St. Louis, man. I'm from, I'm from the, the middle of the country. I didn't know about Stanford until I was in high school, and, and you know, I still kind of kept my loyalties in the Midwest. <laughs> please, 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 please don't hate me up there in San Francisco. Please. <laughs> um, I also, before we get into the show, I got to ask you about Curb too, because whenever I have somebody that's been on that show, I always ask them for their their stories about how it's kind of unscripted, and and was it a lot of fun? Like I might imagine. It was a lot of fun, man, and uh, working with Larry, he, uh, this guy is just such an amazing improv artist, and everyone on the set, it was, it was so much fun. I um, I played the guy who made scones when he had a problem with uh, mm-hmm. the coffee uh, coffee guy, Mocha Joe, and he wanted my scones to kind of, <laughs> he wanted my scones to kind of like taunt Mocha Joe with them, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. These guys, uh, and they're so quick, they're so quick, and... I learned a lot. 
you know, I learned a lot watching them and working with them. Yeah, he had the spite store. I remember he came to your backyard. You were like the master scone guy, right? <laughs> scone guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the Waldorf, at the Waldorf. That's right. Legendary. <laughs> All right, well, Abbott Elementary, for people who don't know, obviously it's a school, but it's um, a workplace comedy as well. And um, those things are so hard to get because it, it, it you really need more than one good character. You need a lot of good characters, and we have seen most shows try that and fail. So how come it all works for you guys on this one? Quinta Brunson is pretty much a genius. She knew exactly who these people were, and uh, when she cast, she cast based on that. And she was very, very uh, 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 particular and meticulous about that. You know, she knew exactly who they were. Uh, I think they're based on her personal experiences, and and I think she hit a home run. You know, it's a great cast, a stellar cast. We have a lot of fun. We support one another, and it's a great crew also. What would be, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, because you're a veteran, do they ever come to you and, and, and ask for tips, or do these youngsters think they already know everything? These guys are all old pros, mm. you know. Uh, um and especially like Tyler and, and Chris, the younger younger guys, they young oh man. I'm, I, I learned from them. Um, now, when I teach or when I when a guest star may come to the set, uh, they may ask you know some advice, and I don't. I try not to give them any because I might tell them the wrong thing. But no, I, uh, I try to share share with them what has been shared with me, things that work for me, and I just try to share that with them. Now, for people who don't know, you got your start as a, an R&B singer, right? So what was that like? Right. Yeah. I, I was with an, an R&B band for, from the end of my high school years into uh, college and beyond. And it was fun, man. We opened for a lot of uh, R&B groups. We opened for the old Jays. We opened for an old wow. out of Chicago called the Five Stair Steps. Uh, uh, anybody who came to Kill Auditorium in St. Louis, we... Uh, we open for them sometimes, and a lot of guys have gone on to do, do some great things musically as recording artists, and uh, a couple of guys are in Europe uh, doing doing uh, really, really uh, good things. No, oh, for sure. I mean, I think about the OJs and the Love Train, and did, did any of those bands yeah. take you under their wing? And, and contrastly, were there any bands that you opened for that kind of like kept you at arm's length, so to speak? Um. The OJs, I, mean, I just remember Eddie Burt was very nice. He was, he was, he was, but he's just a nice guy anyway. He was very young because uh, we were very young. He, you know, just the advice that everyone gives you is not to quit. Uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and, man, uh, I would just wish I had a voice like his. I was barely an R&B singer, you know. Uh, I was more of an entertainer <laughs> than a singer. But, man, they, they, uh, you know, they, I don't, they, I don't, I wouldn't call it taking you under the wing, but, you know, just in passing, you know, they, they give you a little advice and, you know, you, you roll with that. I, I would, I was going to say the opposite. I mean, I, I, I think you got a great voice. It's got a little bit of, you know, got a little bit of grit, a little gravel in there. It's like you've, you felt yeah. the blues, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, coming from St. Louis, you definitely feel the blues. <laughs> Now, yeah, you, you're a you know comedic actor, but you've also done you know Ray Donovan and Perry Mason, Snowpiercer, you know dramatic as well. Do you, do you prefer one to the other, and is it hard to switch, or is it kind of like riding a bike? 
Well, uh, the thing about doing comedy is about timing and making sure that the joke lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the big thing. And, and, and it's usually at a, uh, a different pace. It's at a different pace than, than episodic television. And that's the biggest difference. I think acting is acting is acting uh, in, in terms of the actual craft itself. I think uh, what's helped a lot of us, especially on this show, is that we do have had, uh, some of us have had stand-up backgrounds. Quinta, uh, Lisa, Janelle, have all done stand-up are still doing stand-up, so that helps too in terms of, of helping the jokes land. But uh, I just think that if you learn the craft and you really learn it and do the work, you can you know it's, you can you can fit in and 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 you know. Um, Make it work. Make it work. You'll, you'll find a way if you really have learned your craft. No, oh, sounds good. And now you play Mr. Johnson, the, the custodian. And a lot of times, of right. course, in society, people sort of look past the custodian. And it, it's kind of cool. He's an eccentric, pretty talented guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he cares about the school. He cares about the kids in his own way. He's filterless. He looks <laughs> on his mind at all times. But his main duty is making sure that the school works for the youngsters and making sure that they have as much of a quality environment as they possibly can. And then this is supposed to be in Philly, so is there anything you bring to the table in the character? Because I know, like, you know, Mayor of Easttown, Kate Winslet, had a big old Philly accent, maybe too much of one, I don't know. But do you kind of try to bring that? Uh, I dated a girl from Philly years ago, and I used to make fun of her accent, and... I try not to do that. Not when I say make fun, I, I used to try to uh, imitate, I should say. And, I, and, you know, I don't do that. I just try to uh, make Mr. Johnson as honest as I can. I, I don't worry about doing the accent. Uh, the one who has the, the Philadelphia accent down is Lisa, uh, Lisa Ann Walter, uh, who plays the, the Italian teacher, the redhead. She's got the Italian Philadelphia thing down to a science. <laughs> Last question for you. Mentioning uh, sure. Quinta Brunson created it, stars in it. Right. She used to have the, the the Instagram series "Girl Who Has Never Been on a Nice Date," which I think is funny. But right. when you're working with the 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 boss, I, I guess that's kind of liberating because you just get it all done right there, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's such a great. I mean, she, man, I've never worked for anyone or with anyone that's as generous as she is, and. Uh, she knows what she wants, you know, and, and we might be right in the middle of doing the scene and she'll, she'll say, okay, I'd like this to go on. I'd like uh, that to happen instead of this. No, I think he should be wearing this, you know, so she, she, she knows what she wants. And like I said, when she cast, she cast it based on her own personal experience and she was very particular about that. But yeah, she, she's a great, great lady, a very smart, very smart, very funny. As I mentioned, Abbott Elementary, it's on ABC Wednesdays at 9, 8 Central. You can stream it on Hulu as well. And we've been speaking with Mr. Johnson himself, William Stanford Davis. William, congratulations on the project, and thanks for stopping by and talking about it. Thank you for having me. You have a happy holiday. You too. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline.
Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever. Liver, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you yeah. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes Must be crazy. Use a DOG. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. This is what have happened. Welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle with you. Coast to coast and around the world. <clears throat> Bring in Mo Williams when we get him. As a Croatian Japan are getting ready to go. AET. 
after extra time to penales. By the way, there's nothing about luck with penalties. I always hate it when people say that. It is the ultimate test of nerves. Luck would be if you flipped a coin. That's luck. All right? <clears throat> when Brazil beat Italy on penalties at the Rose Bowl in 1994, the headline in the Gazzetta della Sport in Italy said, congratulations, Brazil, world poker champions. I'm like, well, no, I, I love penalty kicks. And the thing is, as much as a nation will hate the guy who missed, you still have to have the bottle, as they say in England, to actually step up and, uh, and take that chance. All right. As I mentioned, uh, we are very happy to bring in the former NBA All-Star, Mo Williams. He is now the head coach at uh, Jackson State, and he's here to talk about the HBCU Round Ball Classic. And uh, it's a series of high-profile matchups between D1 schools and the historically black colleges and universities. Mo, welcome to the show. Jackson State, this isn't just some job for you. This is your hometown team, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, born and raised in Jackson. Um, host of family, including my parents, attended Jackson State. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a little bit deeper um, than just, you know, having a head coaching job means a lot. Extremely grateful for the opportunity to be able to lead, um, you know, the I love, and that's Jackson State University. You know, you think about the buzz around the campus, obviously, from Deion Sanders coming in, and we'll see if primetime goes to Colorado or something else. But with you there as well, what's it like having the national attention on Jackson State that we've really never had this much before? Well, the, the beauty of it is we just, you know, um, Deion was able to um, just just catapult just kind of the, the world, you know, attention and eyes and giving notoriety to something that's been built you know, over decades, and Jackson State has always been um, what they were, and he just came in and in, in, enhanced it to a level that we have never seen before. Uh, we're extremely grateful for that. You know, me being um, from Jackson, me being a longtime Jackson State Tiger from a fan standpoint, um, we're, we're extremely grateful. Um, but at the same time, we move forward. Um, we we in basketball season now we're trying to change the landscape of basketball bring championships um to our university from a basketball standpoint and, and continue to, to grow our notor notoriety and take advantage of the notoriety that we do have and that involves in recruiting guys that we recruit now parents that we recruit now they know who we are they know where we're located uh, we don't have to stress that to them now so it, it enhances in all ways is it also the kind of thing when you're talking to a high school senior and you're sitting in their living room with mom and dad and and they might say, well, you know, you're Mo Williams. You played more than 10 years in the NBA. Somebody's, if we're successful, a bigger school's going to make an offer. Do you have to say, hey, that's his life and we'll see what happens? Or do you say, no, I'm, I'm home for good here? <laughs> well, are you talking about from a coaching standpoint? Yeah, like if they say, are you going to leave because, you know, you're a big name now, right? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like I said, you know, <laughs> um, those those things have not crossed my mind. That's not something that's in front of me for me to even tackle right now. Um, this is my mm -hmm. first year here, only going into my seventh game here. That's just it's something not to even think about, just trying to build 
this program, build my culture. Um, I have a great coaching staff. Um, and and we, we're looking forward to winning championships here, you know, and that's our only goal. What would be your coaching style? As you said, you know, you were, it seemed like yesterday you were a player. You basically were. So you've played for a lot of great coaches. Um, how would you say you take, you know, we take a little bit from our mentors and our teachers. What, what, what is your style? Or are you still kind of learning it right now? No, absolutely. You know, uh, for, for me, you know, I like to play fast, you know, and, and, you know, when, when people say fast all the time, I usually tell them I, I like to play more quick than fast. You know, we, want to play with a pace where we control the pace. And defensively, we want to be, you know, all over the ball, make teams score over us, not around us. Um, want to be solid on both ends of the floor, but we want to be extremely efficient um, on the offensive end, which helps our defense. Talking with uh, Mo Williams, let's talk about that HBCU round ball classic, uh, working with uh, coaches versus racism. It's the second annual one. It's going to take place in uh, Houston coming up here on the 13th through the uh, 17th, and you're going to have Houston, which, of course, is the top-ranked school in the nation, North Carolina at A&T, Prairie View A&M, uh, taking on uh, Montana, Texas Tech, and uh, taking on uh, you guys uh, with the uh, the Tigers. And um, so when you're getting that type of attention and it puts you guys in the national window, what are you telling your players? You know, you, you can't tell them to get too hyped because it's going to be pretty exciting, but how do you kind of like keep that even keel? Well, for us, it, it's, it's not going to be nothing different. Um, just to give you a little bit about us, I mean, we've played five ranked teams in the top 25. Um, they're, they're on our schedule. Um, Texas Tech is a really good basketball team. They're really, really good defensively. Um, we're looking forward to that opportunity. But just to answer your question about our guys being too high, too low, we, we've been in these games, uh, you know, from, from, from game one to game, you know, 13. We've done plenty of home games. All of our first 13 games are on the road. And they're against the Texas Tech. They're against the Michigan. They're against the Indiana. You know, they're against the TCU like we face tomorrow night, um, the SMU. So that's our schedule, you know, so – Going into that game, it wouldn't be nothing different. Um, we just know we're playing a high-caliber opponent that we got to come focus and attention to detail has to be there. When you think about your position, the point guard in, in the NBA, and when you came in, everybody didn't expect you, everyone to be Steph Curry and uh, or Damian Lillard. It was basically to run that offense and you know score, cut to the basket when you can. When you're coaching now, does every point guard just start bombing for three on, on every position? How has that position changed? <laughs> no, no. I mean, obviously the the position from the point guard position has changed. Um, you got to obey the score the ball from the point guard position. You know, you have to change with the time. Um, but at the same time, I'm no different from any coach. You want to come down and you want to get a good shot every possession. And, you know, they come from ball movement and man movement. And you want to get the ball from side to side. That that, that That's not going to change now. You get a position where they're special and they can do special things. You give them free reign to do things like that. Um, but at the same time, you're going to have a system and you're going to, you know, have guys buy into it and get the ball moving. And the ball, I always tell my guys, the ball don't care who scores. The ball don't care who scores. Why should you? No doubt about it. So when you think about all the teams you played for in the NBA and starting off with Utah and years with the Cavs, 
coming back to the Cavs there when they finally got that ring. And I was at that game seven at the Coliseum when they won that. As a Warrior fan, it wasn't a great day for me, but you know that was a great day for Cleveland. Obviously, if if I said you had you could retire one jersey, you know Jazz, Bucks, Cavs, Clips, Blazers, T Wolves, Hornets. What what team is there? One team you most closely identify with? Absolutely, that that would be Milwaukee and, and Cleveland. Um, you know, those are two two teams that you know I had the longest duration at, and obviously I had a uh, a lot of success in Milwaukee. I was young, and then obviously when I started to get into my prime, those were my Cleveland years where I was at my best. I mean, I had my best years number-wise, winning-wise. So I would say Cleveland, um, you know, as far as just the level of play that I was at at that time, and then Milwaukee just put me in position to learn and grow, and I was there four years. So Milwaukee and, and Cleveland. When you were a McDonald's All-American, you I'm sure you had – dozens and dozens if not hundreds of recruiting letters and you picked the crimson tide and you had a great couple of years there obviously um before you got drafted what school did you almost go to and why was it alabama because you know as you as we know it's not like a duke or north carolina it's more of a football school why was the crimson tide the choice well sure i mean it was a great fit um and that's what i tell you know, kids today, and not even kids I'm recruiting, kids that I'm mentoring, just picking the right school is very important. Um, at the time when I chose Alabama, they haven't been to the tournament in, in years. Um, they had a new coach going into his third year, and I was getting recruited by the UCLA, the Georgetown, the North Carolina, the, you know, the Miami, Leonard Hamilton was in Miami at the time, and I was just getting recruited by the world, and I chose Alabama because uh, I thought it was a great fit. I thought the system fits my style, and it all worked out. No doubt about it. So when you were in Milwaukee, did you learn to love German food and bratwurst and beer and all that? <laughs> Brat for sure. Brat for sure. <laughs> all right, before we let you go, once again, we want to remind everybody the HBCU Round Ball Classic coming up in Houston there on the 13th through the uh, 17th. Um, yeah. What what, what do you want? People? The, we play on the seventeenth. We play on the seventeenth against Texas Tech. So, um, any Jackson State <laughs> alumni fans, please come out and support. There he is, Mo Williams, the head coach at uh, Jackson State, and uh, it's got to be a lot of fun in your first year, man. Keep uh, keep doing a great job, and uh, thanks for coming on, Mo. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, it's Mo Williams, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. 
Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very what, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, got a couple more hours to uh, go here on the show. Uh, Croatia is through to the final 16. They're going to play the winner of uh, Brazil, South Korea coming up next. They have dispatched Japan uh, a goal by Maeda by Japan and then canceled out by a great header by Tottenham Hotspurs. Perisic <clears throat> and uh, went to penalties after a scoreless half hour of extra time. And 
The Japanese will definitely work on their penalties. They acted like they had no idea what was happening because they had three saved. And I don't just mean like, because sometimes guys panic, and I understand. The whole country's watching, and everyone's going to hate you if you miss. But all three were kind of rolled softly to the right, <laughs> and they were all blocked by the uh, Croatian goalie. And there's no goalie in the world good enough to block three unless the penalties are really lame. And so uh, Croatia made very quick work. The only one they missed was when they had some jackass who walked up and didn't take a run up. He was one of those guys that just stood right next to the ball. And then he rolled it very weakly, which made it able to be saved. And it's like, hey, you see what the Japanese are doing? Uh, Don't do that. Uh, That's not working. But as I've said many times, this is why it's not luck. It just, it drives me crazy when people say, oh, now it's just whoever. It's not lucky. It's sort of like saying when you go to the free throw line, well, now it's all down to luck. No, it's not. Can you hit a clutch free throw with everyone with the noisemakers and blah, 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 and all the stuff that's going on behind you? Can you sink a free throw because you'll sink 10 out of 10 when no one's looking? So I, I don't understand people who say it's luck. And I do love penalties. So there's got to be a better way to decide it. You know what? There's not. They used to have a replay, which is the stupidest thing ever. You know, you look in the annals of history, and you don't got to go back too far, the 70s, where they would have a replay of the FA Cup final. Bolton Wanderers and Blackpool, they tied. So we'll come back in a week and we'll do it again. What, are you insane? Can you believe they did that? So like when I was working in TV, there was one televised game in England per week. It was called Match of the Day. The other games weren't on TV. How could we possibly put all the games on TV when they're going on simultaneously? It's like, well, we do it in America. How do we do it? Please tell us, Yanks. It's talking about monetizing. But uh, anyway, when you run around for over an hour and a half and then another half hour, two hours of running, everybody is gassed. This is the best way to decide a winner. And I have seen penalty shootouts. I remember when Dan Petrescu missed for Romania in the World Cup quarterfinal. I saw at Stanford against Romania. He just put his head in his hands. Like, this is how everyone will remember me forever. It's rough. It is very rough. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. we got two more hours. Come on back on Sports Byland. <laughs> 